the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Stop by their Lower Main Street location in Calicoon or check out their Facebook and Instagram to see what they're cooking up in the kitchen. I'm Managing Editor Joe Abraham, and here and here is part two of our Year in Review series. It was another busy year for county legislators. Some of the highlights include auditors deeming the county financially stable. Furthermore, the recent passage of the 2023 budget includes more investment in road and bridge work, as well as increasing the Sullivan Promise Scholarship from one to two years, covering tuition for local high school graduates attending SUNY Sullivan. Speaking of SUNY Sullivan, legislators also committed funds towards an aquatic and recreational facility on its campus. On the transportation front, the legislature continues to support Move Sullivan, which expanded from two to four bus routes this year. They also eliminated bus fares until at least the end of 2023. The county airport also had a banner year for fuel sales, as well as some new tenants with hot solar air moving into a new hangar, and the possible addition of a helicopter charter service setting up headquarters there in the future. They also received an $18 million grant to redo the terminal, which would be the latest in a series of renovations there. And finally, it was recently announced that all union contracts have been settled with multiple years left on them, the first time in the legislature's 25-plus year history that's been the case. Having those buttoned up provides cost certainty for the county moving forward. Since legislators took office in 2020, there remains a divide between two groups within the legislature. The majority group is Chairman Rob Doherty, Vice Chair Michael Brooks, Majority Leader Alan Sorensen, and legislators Nick Salamone and George Conklin. The minority group is Minority Leader Iris Steingart, legislators Joe Perillo, Louis Alvarez, and Nadia Reich. Two moments where the divide was most evident was during redistricting discussions over the summer, and bed tax committee talks in the fall. As for the former, Steingart questioned whether his peers followed through with an agreement that after initial meetings, nobody would speak to the mapmaker during the process, and that the mapmaker would only speak with county manager Josh Potosik and real property tax director Chris Knapp. That led to a testy exchange between Steingart and Doherty after Steingart suggested they ask for an affidavit to see if the mapmaker had any contact with any of the legislators. The majority of the legislature ended up picking map three of the three options presented. Steingart and Doherty had another spat when Steingart stated that he felt Sorensen should recuse himself from the bed tax committee, who will eventually meet to determine how the money will be distributed, due to his being Orange County Planning Commissioner, citing a potential conflict of interest. While Doherty and Sorensen said they didn't see a conflict, Sorensen ultimately chose to recuse himself, saying he didn't want his participation to be a stain on the funds. Doherty then asked Steingart, who is planning committee chair, serves on the SCVA, Sullivan Catskills Visitors Association board, as an ex-officio non-voting member, to recuse himself, believing there to be a conflict. He also brought up that Steingart was found guilty of ethics charges relating to the SCVA in the past. Steingart would later defend himself, claiming that if they were to appeal the charges, they would be thrown out in court. Steingart ultimately chose not to recuse himself from the committee, and it was determined that the arbiter of whether or not there was a conflict is the county ethics board. Looking ahead, all nine legislator seats will be up for re-election next November, meaning the possibility for primaries and contested races. In addition to navigating the election year challenges, they will have to continue to work at finding a solution to the county's future trash problems caused by the imminent closure of Seneca Meadows landfill, where they send a large percentage of the county's waste. Use Energy has presented a possible research and development operation at the county landfill on two occasions. The proposed project has been met with public opposition. While it's uncertain 
Whether or not the legislature will move forward with the project, Doherty has stated that a committee will be formed to find a solution. The last big story of 2020 that we we're going to lead with was a tragic event that occurred on January 15th, a day that shook family and community to its core when Forestburg Volunteer Fire Company Assistant Fire Chief William Billy Steinberg, 37, tragically lost his life while on the line of duty suppressing a structure fire in the town of Thompson. Days later, Billy's funeral procession on Broadway and Monticello was joined by hundreds of firefighters and members of the community who looked on as Billy's legacy was carried forward by his family and fellow firefighters. In lieu of flowers, the Steinberg family accepted donations that would be put towards a memorial in honor of Billy. In August, that memorial was unveiled and dedicated before a mass of Forestburg residents, fellow first responders, Boy Scouts of PAC 101 from Rock Hill, and other local leaders. Billy's father, James Steinberg Sr., was among many who spoke before the crowd that day with praise and remembrance of Billy and all that he had given to his community and those that call it home throughout his entire life. Months passed and Muhammad Islam, 33, was convicted as a repeat arsonist who lit the flame that ultimately caused the death of Steinberg. He was sentenced to 15 years in jail for first-degree manslaughter, among other charges, on December 19th by Sullivan County Court Justice Jim Farrell. In a combined effort to protect future volunteer firefighters from repeat arsonists, New York State Senator Mike Martucci and New York Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther co-wrote a bipartisan bill titled Billy's Law. The bill will continue its process through the hands of New York legislators when session resumes in January. That does it for this year's Year in Review. We wish everyone a happy and healthy 2023 and we'll continue to bring you the latest news as it happens. This is the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. And we'll catch up with you later on this week.